People who separated or got divorced within one year of getting married, when did you know it was a mistake? Not me, but my dad. He got remarried after being divorced for about five years. I would have been all for it, but he met this woman in another state on a business trip and would travel up to see her every weekend after they hit it off. They knew each other for six months before getting engaged. The engagement was only for three months. My brother and I tried telling him about all the red flags, telling him to take his time. My dad is very well off financially, and we kept trying to teach him things were moving too quickly, that she was only in it for the money. She moved her whole family from their hometown to the city my dad lived in, including their elderly grandmother who needed constant medical supervision. Before they were even married, the pantry was full of Whole Foods brand food instead of the local grocery store, as was tradition. We had all new furniture, and the house had to be repainted, all at his bride-to-be's request. The marriage lasted all of two weeks. Apparently, my dad's bride had the gall to ask my dad to leave everything to her in the will, and write me and my brother out. Only then did he realize she was in it for the money. The next day, he had the marriage annulled. Someday, I'd like to know what it's like to fall so completely for someone that I don't recognize they're taking advantage of me. Must feel good for that instant before it all comes crashing down. When he choked me against a wall at a party, he was mad that I laughed at another guy's joke. People were passing by us, but just kind of looked and kept going. Lots of other stuff happened too, but it took me a while to wake up and break away. I was in denial for too long. Back in the early 1980s, I spent six years in the U.S. Navy. In 1986, I was recruited to go into the U.S. Army through a program for technical and intelligence-experienced military personnel to become warrant officers. All the Navy offered me was sea duty and more sea duty. It looked like a real good deal. I was engaged to a young lady three years my junior and had a bit more than $20,000 in savings. Everything looked promising with a new career and family life. The wedding went off without a hitch. I was looking at a vacation of about three months between exiting the Navy and entering training for the Army. It was when my recruiter contacted me over my security clearance that things went south. My credit report did not match my questionnaire. There was three credit cards with a $14,000 balance I didn't mention. It was no big deal, they weren't delinquent, but I needed to amend my answers to account for them. Turns out, my wife had opened up a charge card at our bank, then got a couple of store cards around town. She had purchased some serious clothes and jewelry, but the real kicker? She had bought a horse. She had taken lessons as a child and decided this was going to be her new thing. There was the price of the animal, riding gear, saddle and tack, vet bills, stable fees, yada yada yada. I ended up dumping a big chunk of my savings into paying down these cards, then amending my questionnaire responses. She was from a very blue collar family. They were very good people who worked hard for everything they had. But I don't think credit ratings and compound interest rates were much discussed at the dinner table. So I explained about credit cards, the huge interest rate, how long it would take me to pay one down, then about security clearances and having a huge debt with no job would affect it. I treated all of this as a bump in our relationship, but things got dark real fast. My ship date was coming up and things had to be done before I started training. I was in good physical shape, but I was facing boot camp, AIT, airborne school, ranger school, warrant officer selection, and advanced training. Basically 18 months of utter insanity. I was prepared for what I faced 
but there was a lot that could go wrong. If I got through it, I was a warrant officer. But if I dropped the ball along the way, I would not only be enlisted, but junior enlisted in a job they would decide for me. In theory, I could end up a line cook in some chow hall at Camp Nowhere. About a week later, the phone rings. It's about the horse. No one was taking care of the animal or cleaning the stable or even feeding the poor thing. The stable had covered down for the sake of the animal, but were now charging $350 a week for the extra services my wife was supposed to be doing. She was leaving our apartment every day, and I assumed it was for riding in care of the animal. And for the first week, she was. The second week, she was lawyer shopping. She wanted out. She must have gotten wind of what happened at the stable and didn't come home that night. The next day, I got served with papers. Total marriage time, 47 days. So I ended up with an apartment with four months on the lease, no car, and a horse. I found a new home for the horse. I had to defer my ship date and it took 14 months to settle the divorce. My security clearance was approved two days after the papers were filed. I shipped the next day. In the end, I had two pair of pants, three shirts, and a pair of shoes that had no business on anyone's feet. I was working two minimum wage jobs, 14 hours a day, paying down debt, lawyer's fees, rent, and sometimes eating to get by. I ended up at Fort Sill, Oklahoma, mowing lawns for two months as I shipped without a training slot for boot camp. I wasn't happy, but I was relieved. In airborne school, I met a cadet who was going to airborne school for her summer break. She had a year to go before her commission, and we hit it off. We'd get together on holidays, between training and long weekends. When I finished training and got my warrant, still a cadet, she flew across the country to give me my first salute. I gave her a silver dollar as per tradition. Two months later, she received her commission, to which I saluted her, and returned the silver dollar. Married that Christmas. We've been together for 31 years. Well, as horrible as it went the first time around, I'm glad you were able to find someone that worked with you. I knew a week after I got married when he slammed my head into the wall because he saw me looking at a man at an ice cream shop. I'm from the US and got married in England. This dude completely changed right after we got married. A couple of weeks later, I had to get out of there and come back to the US. I don't understand why this is such a thing, how you hear about people all of a sudden changing drastically after getting married. In this case, the guy got violent. Like, were you just holding it all in for a couple of years while you were dating and you think, now we're married so I can just let it all out? That's not how that works. You still have to continue to be a good person while you're married, too. She nearly killed me because she thought I was cheating from some text that I sent to my mother. I was blindsided by it. We had lived together for a year, about an hour from my hometown. We relocated upon her request and desire to my hometown prior to our marriage, so that when we had kids, it's best to be close to family. We had a house we loved, a dog we loved, jobs we both loved working in, or so I thought. Married in October. She goes to visit her sister over the next Labor Day weekend, and I can't attend due to work. Comes back the Tuesday after Labor Day and tells me she's living a lie in someone else's dream and that she needs a divorce. I had no idea. The divorce was finalized in January. She married some dude that her sister was friends with, that she had met on that trip I was unable to attend. The following September. Life is wild sometimes. This one feels really bad because you were just completely blindsided by this. Sounds like this girl really doesn't know what she wants and is still kind of figuring it out. I'm sorry you had to go through that.
On the honeymoon, we dated for five years, but on the honeymoon, we had a big argument over my liberal use of sunscreen. She refused to wear any because of chemicals, and I liberally use it due to my ginger skin. We seriously argued over this for a good hour, and she refused to even go into the pool with me because of the sunscreen chemicals. After a scuba adventure with her, she could barely walk because she got so burnt on her legs, whereas my skin didn't change. She then tried to convince me that it was all my fault because I didn't force her to wear the sunscreen and that the honeymoon was ruined. It was then that I realized I picked the wrong person. After a few more psycho arguments, mad at me because of something in her dreams, mad at me because I didn't bring an umbrella, I had to call it quits. I can't stay with someone who constantly blames me for their own problems. Luckily, no kids and I got back everything I brought into the marriage. Weren't there warning signs before this though? Like, you say you were together for five years, and now all of a sudden on the honeymoon she's acting like this? You must have seen this behavior before. Not me, but my sister's friend. Her sister got engaged eight months into a relationship, and got married four months later. Everything went well the first five months, but the husband started acting different. He wasn't chatty, his good morning and good night kisses became dull, and things like that. Her sister would ask if everything was okay, and he would say, I'm fine every time. Her sister didn't want to push him, so she waited for him to talk about what's bothering him. One evening, after eating dinner, the husband said he wanted to talk about their relationship. Before he could talk about it, he started crying. He cried for a few minutes and then told her he's gay. The sister filed for divorce and after the divorce was settled, she wasn't really mad at him anymore. So she went to see him and forgave him. They became good friends and the sister helped him become comfortable with his sexuality. She even helped him come out to his close friends and then to his family. Five years later, the sister is now engaged to another man and expecting their first child. The ex-husband is now very happily married to a man for almost a year now. I'm glad we got one nice happy ending out of all of these. She went out for a girl's night and met a new friend named Nicole at a bar. She started texting her a lot, then going to hang out now and then. We had a baby at home and she kept trying to go hang out with this girl from another town over with no last name who I was not allowed to meet. His real name was Wesley. Ouch. I kind of thought she was going to turn out to be a lesbian. Not going to lie. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I wanted to tell you about a new podcast I thought you would like called The Reslayer's Take. It's a brand new all-ages actual play from Critical Role that follows a new group of adventurers within Exandria. After six misfit mercenaries are rejected from the elite monster hunting group The Slayer's Take, they band together and battle supernatural creatures across the rugged continent of Isilra. It has fresh adventures for a longtime critter or is a perfect first dip into the world of Critical Role. Check out the first episode if you like what you hear and make sure you follow The Reslayer's Take wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. I'd been fooling around with this girl for a while. I never wanted anything serious, and I knew that from the start. Then my mom was killed. I went into a deep depression, and this girl was there for me. Her mom had died of cancer about a year earlier, and I guess we really bonded over that. It pushed us much further emotionally than we ever should have gone. We ended up doing a courthouse marriage. I knew within the first month that I had messed up, but I didn't want to just give up and get divorced. Once the emotions of my mom's death passed, I realized how toxic she really was. She was an incredibly unstable person and ended up taking me into an even deeper depression. We divorced about a year ago after being married for about 10 months, and I was immediately much happier. Marriage shouldn't be taken lightly, but people also shouldn't force themselves to be in unhealthy relationships. We all make mistakes. Don't waste your life with someone that doesn't deserve you. It can be hard to end a relationship for a lot of different reasons. Something like this I really do understand. You were both in a tough place and needed each other for support, but you just took it further than it was ever really meant to go. My sister got a civil marriage, then they moved super far away to the middle of nowhere because he got a good job. My sister never finished college, and he would remind her on a daily basis about it. She would get super depressed, and he wouldn't believe her. She got sick once, and he told her that since she didn't go to the DMV that day, she wasn't allowed to go to a theme park we were planning on going to that weekend. He would demean her whenever she couldn't get a job, or even an interview, and she applied to practically everywhere within a 50-mile radius. He called her stupid in front of me, and when I called him out, he told me to mind my own business. If he wasn't twice my size, I would have decked him. She left him after about a year because he's obviously a raging jerk. When she left, he told her she has nowhere to go, and if she went to stay with our mom, she would just be a burden like me. I was 19 and in college at the time. He's a rude jerk, but at least she got the car and the dog. This dude sounds like more of a waste of skin than he was ever accusing her of being. A cousin of mine divorced her husband after six months. She knew when we had to pick her up from her home after having been recently beaten. That day, we packed up all her stuff and never let her go back. The day after we got married, he slapped me across the face, 
hard and completely out of the blue. No argument, no conversation leading up to it, nothing. He said it wasn't that hard of a hit, and he was just joking around and I was being dramatic. He had never gotten violent with me while dating, but as soon as we got married, it was like a switch flipped, and he was a completely different person. It got worse very quickly, and I ended up filing for divorce 73 days after we got married. My mother-in-law got married for the first time when she was really young, left him a month later. Turns out he was a raging alcoholic. She had no idea because her family was super overprotective, and they were never really allowed to spend time together alone before they got married. Who knew that spending time with someone could be the key to knowing if they're a good partner? That's why I could never get behind the idea of an arranged marriage. The whole thing just sounds crazy to me. Not within a year, but about 18 months. She was constantly complaining she didn't have friends after moving in with me, joined a local soccer team, and she talked about one teammate non-stop for months. I had a bad feeling about it from the get-go, but she assured me they were just friends, and how dare I not trust her. I thought I was going crazy, because my gut told me something wasn't right, but I was punishing myself for being a bad husband and not trusting my wife. Turns out, it was all true. She'd been screwing the teammate for months. She was most likely screwing someone else during our engagement. We officially split amicably as of last week without any mess. Thank God. A cousin of mine married someone who seemed like the perfect woman. They worked in the same store together, and he would brag about how his wife was getting promoted quickly in the company. A few months into the marriage, she tells him she's going out with friends for the evening. An hour or so later, my cousin gets a call from one of his friends. The friend saw her having dinner in a restaurant with the manager of the store that they both worked at. Once he confronted her about it, that was basically the end of the marriage. I mean... If she's not a great worker, then her getting all those promotions might have been an earlier clue. I got married in late May. By August or September, I found out from my dad that my husband, now ex, and my brother's wife were sending some inappropriate texts back and forth. She was also my bridesmaid at my wedding. She felt guilty and told my dad who had to tell me. I forgave him like a dingus, and about a year and a half later, I found pictures of him fooling around with two different guys in our house, and also wearing quite a bit of my nice makeup. Of course, all of this after we moved to Washington from Florida. It's been wild, but we're obviously divorced now. Whoa, so this dude was just willing to fool around with anyone it sounds like. My brother died a week after the wedding, and after about two months, he told me that was just too big of a thing to happen in the beginning of a marriage. I tried for six more months and then just gave up. It's really sad to hear that the husband couldn't find it in them to be able to support their new wife through a very hard time. Like, this has got to be one of the most selfish things I've ever heard. You'd committed to spending your entire life with someone. Something goes bad in the first week and you're out? I can't begin to understand. A couple of weeks into our marriage, anytime we would fool around, it started to physically hurt. I went to my OB for a test or two. She informed me that I had contracted chlamydia. That's when I knew. Turns out my newlywed husband had been banging his coworker for months. The day after the wedding, when he poked me in the chest and said, You're gonna do what I say, whether you like it or not. Uh, big mistake. 
I feel like this one could have been playful, but obviously you're the judge of his tone and it sounds like he wasn't being playful and being serious. In which case, yeah, screw that guy. Best girlfriend I'd had to date at the time. I was in my late 30s and had never been married. Dated for about a year. We got married, and shortly after, she asked to have her name on all of my assets. A few rental houses, the current house, some financial instruments, the cars, and things like that. Not a problem since we're married, I thought. But on a Wednesday, she insisted that it be done by that Friday. I didn't have time to do that because work and a deadline. I could start it the next week, I said. She pitched a fit and said if I loved her, I would do it by Friday. I found this strange and decided not to start it and see what happened. She moved out of our bedroom into a guest room, got cold around the house, told me she would move back into our bedroom when I finished getting everything done. At this point, I thought bull and told her so. I went to my family lawyer to seek advice. She advised me not to put anything in her name at this point. Gave me the name of a marriage counselor. She didn't want to go to counseling. She continued to live in the guest room. I took my lawyer's advice and did nothing about the assets. The long and the short of it was that after one year of marriage, when on our anniversary, she told me I didn't have her in my heart. I thought to myself, this is bull. About a week after that, I told her if this was the way it's going to be, I'm not going to be married like this. She then told me, okay, so what are you going to give me? Yes, she said that. I consulted my lawyer on what a judge would come up with regarding community property for the past year. Number came up to 20 G. I took that number and added another 20 grand and proposed that to her so we can make it easy. I was going to spend way more than that in lawyer fees if it got ugly. It got ugly. A week later, I got served with papers. With all said in the complaint, when added up, she was going after 750 k for one year of marriage. One year of divorce proceedings and two years of property settlement proceedings on what should have been a two-hour problem. Judgment came. 215 points in the judgment. I owed her what would have been the community property, about 20 grand, but awarded me attorney's fees. So in the net, she owed me about 30 grand grant and left her to go buy her own car. Turns out this judge had worked her butt off through school to become a lawyer and the same to become a judge by 40 years old. I was told by another attorney that normally this judge never gives attorney's fees, but was so peeved off at the gold dig my wife had attempted that she felt it was justified in this case. Even though I came out okay financially, it was an emotional train wreck to have this happen and go through all that. It's been 15 years since it happened. I was not dateable for about two years, but now very happy with who I am and who I'm with. Thank God you were able to have a judge that was able to see through this woman's bull. The fact that she ended up having to give you a bunch of money in return just makes it even better. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.